In this episode of Music Lesson Business Academy, I looked at 10 music school websites to see what everybody is saying. And I've got some interesting insights, and I think there's some good opportunities for you. That's coming up. This is Music Lesson Business Academy, the podcast that's all about how to grow your music teaching business. Hey everybody, Danny here. Welcome back to another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. Thanks so much for joining me. I hope you're doing good. Big shout out to all of you that were on the online music, expand online music lessons summit Uh, I was really stoked to be a speaker on that this week, and I will leave a link in the show notes because I believe you can rewatch that session, or I'll lead you over to that website where you can check it out. There was a bunch of speakers there, and uh, really stoked today to talk to Sam Reddy from Musi.live. We did a demo of his new program, pretty blown away with that, and uh, he's going to be on the show real, real soon. But... Today, what we're talking about is I looked at 10 music school websites to see what everybody's talking about. What are we saying on websites about music lessons? So before I get into some of the findings, because I do think there's some opportunity for people there, um, let me just tell you a little bit here. I specifically tried not to look at websites of people that I've done any coaching for or talked to at length and looked at their websites. Um, One or two of those made it into my 10, but overall I kind of just would say, let me look at Miami and I would just Google, you know, guitar lessons, Miami or whatever, and just pick, you know, if the top ranking website was not like a school of rock or uh, thumbtack or takelessons.com. If it looked like an independent business or a small chain, I would look at that. So just trying to get as good of a sampling as I can. And I've got some really interesting findings. So here's a couple things that I saw often in, in, in somewhat various different ways of saying it. But first off, I saw of course, a lot of use of the word fun. We make lessons fun. We will teach your child how to play guitar in a fun way. So fun is definitely being used quite a bit. Another one that I saw a lot was confidence. We build confidence through music lessons, or we teach kids to be confident. Um, Here is a big one. Customized lessons. Or another way that it was said quite often was individualized lessons. Now, me as a music school owner, uh, what I read into that one is we have contractors for teachers and I can't really have a curriculum. I could be wrong there, but that's one that I really, I would like to see people not using so much because I don't really know if that's a... I guess you're saying a personalized approach to teaching music. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that matters if 
you know, when it comes to the type of music maybe they want to learn or the songs, but I don't know if that's really a selling feature because I'd want to know that there's a curriculum or a plan. Um, I, I saw the use of the term musical journey a lot. Not really good, not really bad. I just see it a lot. I've seen, you know, we've used that on our website before as well. I did see a lot of focus on our instructors, our awesome instructors. A lot of that, and a lot of that falling on the first page, right on the homepage. Lots of stuff about our teachers, and here's our awesome teachers. Um, so that I found was a little bit interesting as well. Now, everybody, you know, most of the websites I found did a pretty good job of, you know, what looked to me like SEO style writing on that homepage. You know, we offer lessons in guitar, piano, drums, keyboard, you know, uh, in the XYZ area, you know, in Charlotte, North Carolina, or in the, you know, such and such neighborhood. And obviously, I think at this point, we all understand why those things are on a website. But, you know, here's uh, a, a couple of big takeaways and a couple of areas I think that there is just like major opportunity um, to sell your business. And now I get it. There's a couple of ways we could look at this. One is if you just rank really, really well in Google search, one, two, three, top couple spots, got to be on the front page, first page, at least like bare minimum. But if you're coming up in those first couple spots, you are going to sign up X number of students without really having to say much on your website because people are lazy. And if you come up in that first Google ranking, they're probably just going to click on it. Okay, this looks fine. I'm going to <laughs> go ahead and fill out the little form and I'm sure it'll be fine for my kids. That's one way we can look at it. But if you're ranking pretty well in Google and you still need more students, it may now be time to think about how to sell your lessons better. Now, here is the area that I think there could be some big growth for somebody. You got to be different, right? Nobody, none of these websites I looked at were different at all. Everybody basically said almost the exact same stuff. Hey guys, I've got a free course for all of you. It's an oldie, but a goodie. So I thought I'd make it free and offer it up to everybody. It's so, I might even have hair in the videos on this course. Maybe not, but that would really be old for me. Anyway, if you go over to musiclessonbusinessacademy.com slash foundations, you can get the business foundations course for free. And a couple things I'm gonna cover in that course. One biggie is I cover how to develop a brand identity for your business, which was so helpful to me when I was getting the music school started years ago. Uh, when I really nailed that brand identity is when I feel like the school started to take off. I also cover what is called the four fundamental pillars of the music lesson business. And we talk a little bit about mission statements and some things of that nature. 
So musiclessonbusinessacademy.com slash foundations. Get a free course. What do you got to lose? Now back to the show. And again, if you're doing amazingly well with your SEO uh, and you are doing really, really, really well on the other side of it, which is what happens after they fill out the form, which just from my experience of doing some coaching and talking to quite a few music school owners, that's a huge area that a lot of music schools just when I talk to them, their heart, like their back end of like, well, what do you do once you get a lead? is really, really bad. So we would call that increasing conversions. Uh, that would certainly be another area that you could use. But in your general marketing and what's going on on your website, our industry, everybody is saying about the same stuff. Now, I know there's going to be some schools out there. Obviously, I can't see them all. And, uh, you know, there's probably some that do, you know, are really doing something different and it's paying off for them. But in my general sampling, and just from years here of looking at clients' websites, everybody's saying the same stuff, and there's a lot of copying going on. And that, you know, don't get me wrong, everybody copies from everybody, and that's totally fine. But everybody's copying from other music schools, and it does look really, really similar. So I think there is a huge, huge, huge opportunity to be different, say something different, have something to say about your lessons. And that leads me into just the other thing that I notice so much, uh, or one of the other things that I notice so much on these websites is nobody really has much of anything to say about the actual program they offer. And yes, it's super important to pitch the benefits that the student, whether it's a child or adult, is going to experience by um, you know, taking the lessons, that it, it's the outcome that is ultimately more important. But nobody really has anything to say about how they will go about getting that outcome, other than it's going to be fun or customized, tailored, personalized lessons. That's about it. Right now, no hint of a program or a system or anything that would make me feel confident that, wow, these guys really take teaching music seriously. So, and I know I'm a broken record then I have talked about this so many times, but you've got to have something to pitch, right? Uh, as simple as it could be just even a program you're using or a software program that you are using to help provide lessons. That could be part of your pitch, right? So, you know, I, I mentioned that I did a demo of Musi.live today. If we start using that at my school, I know that, you know, yeah, there might be a lot of schools around the country ultimately using it, but most likely the ones that they're looking at in my area, you know, chances are they're probably not on it. So it's a cutting edge program that offers some amazingly cool stuff. I am going to work that into my pitch about music lessons. Don't forget that you're selling. You're always selling. So if you can write it out on a piece of paper, here's how I sell my music lessons. 
Then you can talk about it on the phone and then just take some of those same things and put that on your website as part of your, your offerings and your programs and you know, your systems that you use to deliver this outcome or you know, benefit for the student. The one other big area that I think everyone is really blowing it is nobody has an offer. <laughs> There's like no offer. So you got to come up with an offer, right? I, I, I don't really buy that so many schools are so busy. We're just overloaded with students. Now, you know, I have built up my school. You know, when we were doing in person, we, we run a smaller operation now, but it's more by choice. Even at those times, you know, I, I never felt like, man, we can really pretty much stop marketing. There's so many leads and so many students. Because if I was in that situation, I would have just easily just kept hiring and expanding. And I, I, I don't really know any schools, like, honestly, that I talk to. Um, and, and I know there are some major sized schools out there that are in that situation. But we're talking like a few outliers. Even like some pretty sizable good schools I would talk to, you know, uh, quite often we talk about things and they go, oh, I don't really want to spend that money or I can't afford to spend that money on that program. It's $200 a month. It's like, okay, well, you need more students. You need to be more profitable then if that's an issue <laughs> for your business. So, you know, with that said, you got to have an offer, right? It's, it's kind of a core principle in most businesses. What's your offer? So other than get a free lesson, right? Which is the most common offer in the music lesson world. I didn't see, I saw one other offer, which was a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is a, was from a website that you know, I know the person, so I know that they're kind of basing that off of my 30-day music lesson pass. You know, when I offer my 30-day music lesson pass, A, number one, you know, it's got a catchy little name to it. I can say, learn about the 30-day music lesson pass. When I'm talking to them on the phone, I can say, now, Mr. Customer, Mrs. Customer, one of the things we do with all new potential students is we offer our 30-day music lesson pass, and here's how that works. And I know that no one else in my area is going to have anything close to that, and it's hard to say no to it. So I really would encourage you to sit down and think for a minute, what is a cool offer? Get creative. Don't just do my 30-day lesson pass. Maybe try something other than the free lesson. What's a unique or cool offer? that you could give to people. The last thing I want to mention that I noticed is almost nobody does a transitional offer. And remember, your transitional offer is just something that will get people to enter their email address. Now, it's super popular in e-commerce, right? If you are an Instagram user, right, and you're seeing Instagram ads for products, right? That's e-commerce in most cases. It's pretty easy to do a transitional offer. And a trans transitional offer in those cases is quite simply, you know, enter your email address, get 10% off your first offer or something like that, or 10% off your first purchase. 
And when I'm scrolling through and they're feeding me ads of the type of products I'm interested in, motorcycle stuff, camping stuff for motorcycle trips, uh, bicycle stuff. Now, I don't always purchase the product. I might not purchase it that day, but quite often I'm like, man, this is, I might want this down the road. I will put my email address in and get that coupon offer and maybe use it later. And quite often I've used one of those coupons. The whole point in doing something like that is some kind of offer, transitional offer. So you have your main offer, start lessons today, risk-free for 30 days. That's my main offer. The second offer might be um, enter your email address here to win a month of free lessons, one winner every month. Uh, enter your email address here and save $25 off of your first month of lessons. Something like that. Now I'm building up that email list, right? So then I can continually send drip emails to them through active campaign and long-term build up more clients. It's a really simple concept. It's very, 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 very easy to do. And almost nobody is doing it. We got to be better than this. You have to be better than this unless you're just knocking it out of the park. So if you are knocking it out of the park, you have so many students that your only issue right now is more space needed to rent and more teachers to hire. If that's your only issue, and other than that, you sit at home, you don't teach unless you absolutely want to teach, um, and you're just collecting money. Unless you're in that position, you need to do these things. These are basic business principles and things that strategies that you can utilize. So think about your website and think about how you can get better at these couple of things. Have an offer, have a transitional offer. Those are two easy ones. Can you be different than all the other music schools in your area. It only needs to be different than the five or 10 people that maybe you compete with. Do something different. Different won't appeal to everyone, right? But you don't need it to appeal to everyone. You just need it to gather and, and bring you your type of client that you're looking for. Can you be different? Do you have a sales pitch for your lessons? Here's why you should do lessons with us. We do it like this. We do this program. We use our three steps to deliver a good, well-rounded music lesson, and here are what those steps are. We base our teaching on the four fundamental pillars of guitar. You know, whatever it is that your system is. If you don't have anything like that that you can say, again, sit down and think about it, even if you are running on contractors, which you shouldn't be doing, and you should do employees. Um, even if you're in that situation right now, um, try to think about maybe something you could say that is more school-wide of an offer, uh, school-wide of a program um, that could be a pitch, whether it's, again, a software program you use or a way you do your recitals that's super cool or something along those lines to give you something to talk about because then you can talk about that on your website. All right, everybody, that is it for this week. Think about those things. I hope you're doing good and we'll see you soon.